Greetings, good people. Tom Pullen here, and this is the School of Obedience. Welcome. When we read in the book of John, chapter 3, from verse 1, the Bible says, Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said, Truly I say unto you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Take note there, if you are not born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus then in verse 4 asked the same question we would probably ask. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say unto you, unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you the teacher of Israel, and you do not understand these things? Truly, truly, I say unto you, we speak of what we know and bear witness to what we have seen, but you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? And then he goes on to say, As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believes in him will have eternal life. So the first thing that we've got to get into, obviously, Jesus is clearly telling us here, to enter into the kingdom of heaven, you have to be born again. You will not see the kingdom if you are not born again. I've got to just point out here, being a good person, being an honest person, being a nice person, being that person that everybody loves, being a person that has never drank alcohol or taken drugs or, or whatever it is that we consider to be wrong in the world, according to Jesus, does not allow you into the kingdom of God. You have to be born again. Because you hear a lot of, when somebody passes on, you hear a lot of people say things like, they did not believe in God, but they were a good person. So I'm sure that they are in heaven. According to Jesus here, you cannot enter the kingdom of God unless you are born again. Then Nicodemus' question is a genuine one. You know, we, we look at Nicodemus like he's some uh, dummy asking silly questions, but it's a genuine question. How can I be born again? Do I have to enter a second time into my mother's womb and be born he goes a bit in-depth there, but he wants to get a better understanding of what Christ is saying to be born again. So Jesus says, Verily I tell you that you cannot enter the kingdom 
unless you are born of the water and the Spirit. Now, we're going to get to that in a moment. But being born again, being born of the Spirit, we have to understand that this is salvation, a new life that only the Holy Spirit can produce. We die to the old life. You see, we're born into the world through flesh. We are conceived in our mother's womb and released into this world, and flesh is flesh. But flesh has a carnal nature, the nature of Adam. The carnal nature is a sinful nature in man that desires pleasure for self at all costs. And a lot of the time, this eventually leads to sin because the flesh is the flesh. When you look at what Adam and Eve did in the Garden of Eden, I mean, they had everything. They walked with God. I mean, here we are out here dreaming just to have a moment with God, hoping just to have a moment with God. God would come down in the cool of the day to spend time with Adam. But what happened? It's the carnal nature. That's the nature of Adam. So when we're talking about a new life, we're talking about dying to the flesh and being born in the Spirit. And that is only possible through the Holy Spirit. You've got to understand that. Only through the Holy Spirit. It says in Second Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 6, that the Spirit gives life. So this is the new life, the regeneration through the Holy Spirit. That's very important for you to understand. So when you come to Christ, you are a new creature. The old person, the person with the desire to be carnal, to do carnal things, that old person has passed away and the new has come. And this new creature that you become is one that desires to please God and live according to His Word. And I'm going to show you something in a moment when we talk about being born of water, or what that entails and what that means. But you have to understand, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven unless you are born again, okay? This, this has got to be clear to you because we want to take it a step further and see what it is Jesus is talking about when he says born of water and the Spirit. If we go to the book of Ezekiel, sorry, Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 25 to 27, and listen to this, I will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean from all your uncleanliness and from all your idols, I will cleanse you. And I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. So basically here, when we're talking about being born of the water and the Spirit, we're talking about a cleansing and a new birth, a new heart, a transformation, 
a change of your desires. He says, I'll cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. We were sinners when we were disobedient to God. We were sinners who chased after the carnal nature and carnal desires. But when you are born of the water, when you are cleansed, your filth, your uncleanliness is washed away and the spirit is put within you. And that spirit of adoption, the new spirit, the spirit of God that is put within you causes you to walk in his statutes and causes you to be careful to obey God's rules. Evidence that you are now born again is a desire to walk in obedience, a desire to do what the Bible says you must do, because the Spirit of God is within you. The Bible says that you must walk and live in the Spirit, and this simply means live in obedience to the Word. I know that sometimes when we read these verses, walk in the Spirit and live in the Spirit, we want to complicate and make this some big spiritual movement. We want to magnify these things to seem that we are super spiritual and super amazing. It simply means to live in obedience to the Word. And this this has got to be your desire. In the world, when you were in your flesh, you desired to please yourself. You desired to please the flesh. Have you noticed something? Have you ever been in extreme pain? Okay, you live life, you know, I enjoy life. I travel, I watch movies, I I go to parties, I have a good time. But have you ever noticed something? If you've ever been sick or in pain, I remember when I used to have kidney pains after my operation. When you're not sick, there's all these things that you want to do. I want to eat at this place. I want to go to this place. I want to. But when you are in pain, and I'm talking from experience here, all you can think about is prayer. And if somebody comes to you when you are in pain and says, I really wish that I could travel to this destination or eat at this restaurant, you don't care about that mess. You don't care about that mess. You're not worried about travel. You're not worried about food. You're in pain. But what happens when the flesh is in pain and it's been silenced? You pray more. You seek God more. So when you die to the old self, when you are washed and cleansed, and you now have the Spirit of God in you, and you are dead to the carnal nature, it is by default that you will begin to seek God and desire to please God after this happens, after you are born again. The washing of water, the cleansing, and being filled with the Spirit is one action. It's not two separate things. You are washed and you are born again, adopted into the family of God. You die to self. It says in Titus 3, 5, He saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to His own mercy by the washing of regeneration 
and renewal of the Holy Spirit. So you are washed and cleansed from sin, cleansed from your old self. All iniquity, all sin is gone. And when the Holy Spirit comes into you, you are made brand new. A lot of people are struggling in their faith. A lot of people are struggling in a battle against the flesh. Every day we're constantly fighting against the flesh. If you want to have victory over your flesh, be born again. Be born again. And it's it's this simple. Believe in Jesus. He he says it later in in uh, John chapter three. We all know verse sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. That's how you come to regeneration. That's how. You come to the Spirit working in your life. Believe in Jesus Christ. And in that moment when you believe, Christ in His true nature will expose the sins of your heart to you. In that instance, when you repent, when you stop sinning, and when you come to Christ and give yourself to Christ by believing in Him, Because you have to understand, coming to Christ and believing in Him is only the first step in a long, long journey to eternity. He washes your sins away and He fills you with His Holy Spirit. And from that moment, you want to live for Him. You want to serve Him. You want to obey Him. And this is important. Obedience is important and you are born again a new creature in christ and the old things are passed away and all you have to do is yield to the holy spirit it's not your fight anymore you are a new creature with a new for lack of better wording superpower on your side who will help you overcome the world overcome sin overcome temptation in christ in christ If you are not in Christ, you will never overcome these things in Christ. Believe in God and be born again. Are you tired of sin? Are you tired of the struggle of the flesh in this carnal world? Are you tired of being distant from God, wandering about in the wilderness day in and day out, struggling to pray, struggling to read the Bible, overwhelmed by the sin nature? overwhelmed by carnal desires, high moments in life, and then low moments? Are you tired of the consequences of sin? Do you want to know God? Then you must be born again. You must be born again. And I'll tell you now, it is possible. After you're born again, you know, what's next? What do I do? I hear you. I want to be born again. I want to stop sinning. I want to receive Christ. The first thing you do is start reading your Bible. If you fully understand salvation and you've turned away from sin and you are born again in Christ, filled with the Holy Spirit, start reading your Bible and start in the book of John because that is going to give you a better understanding of what is happening in your life. And then after that, find a church that teaches the Bible. Find a church that leads you 
to Christ. Right now, at this point in time, we've got so many people in church who are money chasing, prosperity chasing. I'm amazed when I hear people say things like, I'm a believer, I'll never get sick. The flesh is weak. The flesh is prone to diseases and sicknesses. And on top of it, if you live an unhealthy life, you will get sick. But we live all these incorrect doctrines. And then we get offended with the Bible, with Christ. When you get sick, people who are saying, young men in their 20s saying that in the next four years, I'm going to be a multi-billionaire. How? You see, this is the danger of being in a false church, is that it magnifies the carnal desires. It draws the carnal nature, the flesh. That's what you must understand. It's not spiritual. It's not spiritual at all. If you ever have the opportunity to be materially materially rich, that's good. Use that to be a blessing. Use that to be a blessing to the people around you, to be a blessing in the kingdom of God, and to be a blessing to those that are in need. But if that never happens for you, where you've got to work every day, you've got to grind, you barely making it, and you live like that all your life, you haven't failed in your spiritual journey, you haven't failed in your walk with Christ. I've heard people say that I'm not going to look old because of the anointing that's on my life. All these things that are taught are incorrect. Find a church that points you to Christ. That is very important. And then find time, at least in the beginning, twice a day, to spend time with God, bowing before Him in worship, reading the Bible, giving thanks to Him for what He has done and the salvation He has brought. And this has got to be a new life, a daily habit. And the more you do this, the more you will grow in spiritual things. And meditate on the Word. Meditate on the Word, especially the teachings and instructions of Christ. Those teachings of Christ are to guide us and lead us. So meditate on those. Read them. I always tell people, read Matthew chapter 5 chapter 6 and chapter 7, every single day, every morning before you go out there, you read those three chapters, think on them, meditate on them, because they will help you to be obedient, to walk in the Spirit, and then be baptized. The word baptized means to be immersed in water. Be baptized. Baptism is a way of publicly proclaiming your new faith in Christ your new desire or commitment to follow Him. It is a symbol of you dying to your old self so all your friends that are in the world can see that you have changed and you have embraced this new life. Basically, being immersed in the water is a symbol of being buried and dying with Christ and coming out the water is a symbol of you identifying with Christ's resurrection. You are dead to yourself and you are resurrected a new creation in Christ. Paul says, it is no longer I that live, but Christ who lives in me. 
And then finally, every day live your life to please God, following after Christ, living in obedience to the word of Christ. People, we must be born again. Time is ticking, life is short, the days are moving fast, and important decisions have to be made about your life. As much as you're worried about investment and securing your future and surviving on the day-to-day of this earth, one of the biggest decisions that you make with your life today is where you will spend eternity. That is the biggest decision you will make because after we leave this world, after the flesh finally fails and we pass on and we leave this world, the next stop is eternity and that is the final stop. Eternity in heaven or eternity in hell, the choice is yours. This is not a threat. This is not to instill fear into you. This is an opportunity that Christ has laid out before us. Do you want to be with Him for eternity? Or do you want to be away from Him for eternity? God doesn't want you to go to hell. God desires that all men come to salvation. But you choose. You make a choice. And if you want to be with Christ and live with Christ, then make the choice to be born again. you need help with that, you can send me an email. Just go to the About page. The email address is there or your email address, or your question, or whatever you need help with in the comment section. I'll be in touch with you, and I will respond to that. But be born again. Seek to be born again. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. If you have not, please subscribe to the channel. Before we go, I want you to remember, as true disciples of Christ, we learn, we practice, and we teach, because that's the only way to do it. Amen.